0: This is a Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. Music has always been a part of my life. My mom is a professional singer and dancer. My dad sings at will, even if he's off key once in a while. And they always had music playing in the house when I was younger. Of course, I'd join in and sing along and dance and have a good time. And i always sing along to my favorite musical, which was Annie, and my aunts still don't let me forget to this day. At some point after age five, I shut down and became extremely shy. I don't know how it happened, I don't know why it happened, but it did. And I dreaded talking in class, and standing at the chalkboard made my heart race. I mentally begged the teacher not to call on me. My quietness even got me picked on because I wouldn't say anything. So it was pretty awful. According to my mom, I told her it hurt to be this shy. Something my outgoing parents just couldn't understand. I couldn't give a a presentation or even just play a tuning note in band without sweaty palms. I wanted to be invisible. I'd shake with nerves. I could feel my heart pound through my chest. My whole body would get cold. Yet, deep down, I longed to be in this singing spotlight. Like I said, my mom was a performer, she even had a record, and my dad would sing anywhere. Plus, both of my siblings had leads in musicals, and they sang in bands over the years, so people knew they could sing. They weren't shy about their abilities, and I envied them. I could sing well, but I just couldn't do it in public, or in front of anyone. Alone in the basement? Sure! By myself in the car? Absolutely! No one heard me sing solo. Not even my own family. But I'd often imagine myself killing the audience with my performance as a lead singer in a band, or wowing people on stage in a musical. But they always remained fantasies of something I just couldn't do. In eighth grade, I was persuaded by a beloved and encouraging choir director to join a show choir, which was a pretty big deal. I sang and danced among a big group of teens hidden away in the big group, but I still had nerves like marshmallows. But it, it was a small step for a quiet girl like myself, and that was the last time I really sang in public for a while. Now, as I got older, I started coming out of my shell, Thanks, in part, to working at Old Navy, surprisingly, I had to sell and it forced me to talk to strangers. So slowly, I gained confidence in myself and chiseled away at this fear. I also had an aunt die and some family traumas, making me realize life can be short. I should consider risk-taking. I asked why was I so afraid. I didn't share talent because I didn't want to be judged or scrutinized and I was scared. But I didn't want to be so afraid anymore. I was tired of hiding and being envious and proud of my siblings. Plus, I wasn't getting any younger, so who knows how long I would have a voice. Sometime in 2007, my good friend got engaged. She'd always been very supportive of me in every aspect of my life, so I decided to surprise her at her wedding reception by singing a song she really loved, without you from the musical rent. Now, I put off even thinking about this for a while and didn't even practice until a couple days before the wedding. My sister was gonna play the guitar and sing the duet part, so I had some support in my real first performance. So when the time came, I might have had a little liquid courage, but I needed it. My body still went cold and I was shaking. When I got to the microphone, I told everyone how incredibly nervous I was. But I really wanted to do it for my friend, so I got applause and encouragement and you can do it. Now I've yet to hear this recording, but I wasn't booed off stage and I made my friend cry in a good way. So apparently that went well. Maybe I could sing successfully in public after all and maybe on my own next time. I was chipping away at this public uneasiness. In January 2011 we gave my dad the gift of participating in a Cubs fantasy camp in Arizona where he was coached by and played with former Cubs players for a week. We were going to head out there and watch him starting that Thursday and at the start of the week he called to let us know that Eddie Vedder, frontman for Pearl Jam and known Cubs fan, was at the camp. He didn't know who he was what well, we all did, so we were pretty excited. He said he volunteered my sister to sing the national anthem at the campers versus players game that Saturday at Ho-Ho Camp Park where the Cubs have their spring training. And I didn't want to be left out, so I suggested my sister and my brother and myself sing the anthem, something we'd never done in public before. So the night before the big game, we practiced, putting harmonies together for the first time, me singing the melody, getting pre-game jitters about singing in front of a big crowd, and Eddie Vedder. <clears throat> the next morning, my sister had some sinus infection telling us,
1: I have one more good national anthem in me. <laughs>
0: so we practiced a couple times in the car ride and once at the park. We were all shaking, especially since we'd be singing in front of Eddie Vedder. And we were introduced we walked slowly to the microphone, took a deep breath, and I started us off. Was it perfect? No! I'm a perfectionist, of course not. My voice was shaky the entire time, and there were so many people watching us, but we did it. After the game, my dad told us that Eddie Vetter walked up to him, said that was the best version of the national anthem he'd ever heard. Seriously? Yes, he did. Plus, we had compliments from lots of the players. So that was pretty cool. Later that night was the camp banquet. Now, I'm not overly bold, but I wanted to talk to Eddie better and confirm his praise of our singing abilities, or at least ask for some performance tips. And he was mobbed at the banquet and I didn't want to be a stalker. So I thought I missed my chance, I was bummed out. At least, you know, he was there and he saw us. So when the party was over and we were leaving to pack my dad up my aunt said she thought she saw Eddie around the corner talking to a friend. So I found some hidden courage, told my siblings I'm going over there and they said okay we're going to go too. So they followed me and there he was around the corner talking to a friend and I say excuse me I don't mean to interrupt but and he goes hey you guys are those singers. <laughs> we were screaming in our heads that was in our head. He called us those singers like we were somebody. He then told us how much he loved our version of the anthem going on uh, on and on about it to his friend, saying his friend should watch the recording of the entire game, which included the anthem, and asking us where we got our harmonies, that he wanted to steal some of those harmonies for himself, and he wanted to sing with us, which my brother backed away and said, all right, yeah, you can sing with us. (laughs) He even mentioned other great anthems by people like Marvin Gaye in the same, you know, context of our anthem singing. It was kind of surprising. This professional musician giving us this high praise for our singing and then talked to us for about 20 minutes. He told us how to use the audience when performing because I asked him, you know, what do you do when you're on stage? And he said, I just go off the energy of the audience and the people around me and I use it, so... This is nice advice. So that was a pretty good day. If I could sing there and in front of a professional, I could sing anywhere. Now just before the camp, I mustered some courage to audition for a musical at Moraine Valley. I would thought of auditioning for many musicals over the years, and never did it because I was a ball of nerves. A few years prior, I made a bucket list of sorts, a list that was going nowhere. And I was tired of it. One item on that list was that I wanted a main role in a musical. Auditions for the musical, the 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, came up, and I decided I was going to do it. It was a fun show. It had a lot of energy. It was good music, so why not? Once I have something in my mind, I cannot be stopped, so I was going to do it. As nervous as I was, because I was very nervous, I got a part. Not only did I have a solo song, but I had to dance and play the piano at one point. Not at the same time, but throughout the musical. So this is big for me. After months and hours of practice, it was showtime. and It was some of the most fun I had ever had. Why hadn't I done this sooner? Granted, I was still incredibly nervous before every show, of course. I still performed, though, in front of a crowd, sometimes full of lots of people I knew, right in the front row, staring right at me. But I still did it. And even my dad was surprised at my singing abilities, because he had never really heard it before. It was great. Scary, but great. And this was something I'd always wanted to do, and I was finally doing it. I was conquering my fears. So I knew I could sing, especially with others. I even joined my sister in some duets and at weddings or funerals here and there. Even though for years she'd been trying to get me to sing, just at home, just the two of us, and I would never do it, but now I could sing duets in front of other people. I was thinking, who is I becoming, who is this person? Now all these occurrences prepared me for what I consider my pinnacle moment. My sister was getting married in June 2011. I was the maid of honor, and I wanted to make a dream of hers come true. She always wanted that, that moment, you know, when everyone suddenly starts singing and dancing around you, kind of like in a musical, so we'd call it a musical moment. So I wanted to do that for her. Initially, I was going to have her sing at her wedding reception. Turns out that would be my job. And it turned into a flash mob. A year prior, I asked what song she would want in that musical moment and was told, That's How You Know from the movie Enchanted. It's a very happy, fun, energetic song. Everyone's having a good time. So with help, I got the song choreographed, emailed a select group of wedding attendees, held practices, coordinated with the DJ, and then prayed that it would all come together and work in the end. Because I didn't know. I incorporated all this into my speech near the end, where I asked my now brother-in-law, who was in on the surprise, of course, how does she know you love her, how does she know she's yours, which is the start of the song. I dragged my shocked sister down to the dance floor and smiled while the flash mobbers jumped up and danced towards us right on cue. So my sister choked up almost making me choke off, but I had to control myself since I had the microphone and had to tell myself, you can't cry, you're singing right now, keep it under control. So I did it. It was another nerve-wracking moment, but turned into my sister's favorite part of the reception and an awesome maid of honor speech. <laughs> I sang in public, in front of hundreds, feeling the least nervous I had felt to date. Now, conquering fears takes time. It doesn't just happen. You have to want change. And I really wanted to change before it was too late. I didn't want any what ifs or regrets. I should have done that. Why didn't I do that? Could I imagine all these performances 20 years ago, or 10 years ago, or even five years ago? No way. No way. I shock and amaze myself sometimes. To get to this point, is such an accomplishment, not only to me, but to my family, who have seen me grow all this time. I still get intimidated performing in public, and don't ask me to sing on command. But I'm not paralyzed in fear anymore.
1: Hey! on my own. I'm Here we are in heaven, for you are mine, last.
0: Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Community College Library event podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.